everyone, welcome back again to What the Iconist Podcast. And like usual, I'm one of your hosts, Barry3D, and along the, with me is my co-host, my cousin, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that rocks those tables all over and keeps the booty shaking mm. nonstop, mm. all hours, day and night, night and day. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's two references right there, different songs, so you know it. Who am I talking about? The one and only? Rotsy. DJ Rotsy. What's up, people? Welcome DJ to another Rotsy. edition of I. The icon is. Oh, I'm not gonna tell you just yet. Not just yet. Not just yet. We never tease did. you like a remix. Oh. <laughs> tease you. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Last night a DJ saved my life. Uh-uh. Here's a bill for saving your life. Thank you very much. Right. Saved mine a couple of times. So let me tell you right now. So first and foremost, you know this is the Iconist mm. podcast. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, and share. Don't let the show be a secret. <laughs> As I said, every Tuesday, you got the video on YouTube. Every Wednesday, you got the audio where? Worldwide. Wherever you get your podcast from, that's where we're at. Like, subscribe, and share. Rate and review. That helps us, too. On top of that, we got our links down below for myself. It's all at Barry3D. See the links down below. For Rod. DJ Rod C. Links down below. Hit us up on social media. Tell us your opinions. We like to get back to you. Interact. That's where we act. Gotta act. Okay, sorry. So, you know, we gotta do that for the man who makes us look so pretty too. The one, the only, Jason Rees. Jason Rees. A.K.A. Chamber Digital. Chamber Digital Arts. That's who we're talking about. If you need any kind of work done for templates, posters, or any kind of thing for advertising, or even just for your own personal amusement, reach out to our boy, Jaybird Digital Arts. You can't go wrong. You mentioned the Iconist podcast. He will give you a discount. You're not sure what his work looks like? Look at her screen. You're not sure what the work looks like? Look at her logo. You're not sure what his work looks like? Look at my hoodie. Look at the all this stuff has been designed by Jaybird, with the exception of the Gorilla Comedy one that's over here, which is done by our boy, Augustus Studios, our guy Kev. Ooh. We know you're listening. We know you're watching. Thank you, mm. sir. Remember, we're not the only podcast out there, so you can watch us and, or listen to us, and then, of course, sure. support others, because let's be real, there's not much on TV, but reruns. Reruns and reboots. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, that's another conversation for another day. Right. Now, as Rod was saying, on Iconis, the icon is the legend of ISIS, the I- mighty ISIS. Let's get this clear right now, though. We're talking about the, the superhero, mm-hmm. and that's who we're talking about. So if YouTube algorithm is listening, talking about the superhero, the, the hero on. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Filmation. Okay. We good? We good? All right. Let's move on. <laughs> just got to get that straight. Is, people are like, wait a minute. No, no. No, no. We're cover, we covering ourselves. You know, we're covering ourselves because we want to talk about this person. It's not, you know, she was named before. Okay. Right. No, no, uh, 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 no. Okay, we good. We got that out of the way. That's our disclaimer. We keeping it as we keep it mm-hmm. on Iconist. Fun, exciting, and PG. PG all the way. Yeah, PG I guess. <laughs> you want to see the non-PG stuff? See me in the club. <laughs> yeah, depending on the show. Right on. <laughs> right on. So we're gonna refer to our, you know, uh, filmation. 
years ago. You don't know Filmation. They've done a lot of stuff in the studio, right? So, and Lou Schreimer, he's done a lot of stuff and put stuff together. And what was cool about that animation studio, it was an animation studio first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But they were the only animation studio that also did live action. Facts. Facts. Smart cookies. Smart cookies. Right. I work in both aspects. I'm just using up the material that I have. Live and anime. Anime and live. Let's do it, people. Get the money. Get the money. Right. They gave you a well-rounded thing on a Saturday morning. Saturday morning was all about them, you know. So if you're watching stuff like, as I said, uh, you know, the Shazam back in the 70s. Yeah, right? I was trying to get the tune up. Filmation. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you had Shazam. We had, you know, the Super 7, uh, Freedom Force. Or, or sorry, Freedom, uh, uh, yeah, Freedom Force. Um, you know, the Sentinels, which we've done on an earlier episode. So right. all that. If you remember the show Arc 2, Jason of Star Command, Space Academy, these shows tied in with ISIS in a sense that it was part of that same studio, live action. But this character, this this character stands out even more than all the other ones. And I know a lot of people are going to think, and everyone has their own opinions, and we're not discrediting what was done before. Mm-hmm. It's just today, it's all about ISIS. This is who we talk about. It's all about her. Now let's break in some 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 facts here. So she came on board and she made her first appearance in 1976. Right? Do I have the right? Do I have the wrong date? Nope. Do I have the wrong? 1975. Oh, my it bad. Went to 1976. My 1975. bad. 1975 to 1976. Her right. debut was in September 6, 1975. That's right. So DC Comics was a publisher. Uh, the first appearance was The Secrets of Isis, you know, The Lights of Mystery Mountain, September 6, 1975. That was her first appearance live action. Then she showed up uh, later on in a comic book in Shazam. So mm-hmm. at the time, you know, because it was Captain Marvel, you know, Shazam! And they, DC Marvel had their Captain Marvel or Marvel. Mm, okay. So to keep it straight, they just changed it to Shazam, the name of the book. And in issue number 25 is when she made her first appearance in 1976. Mm-hmm. Whoops, had my notes wrong. It's okay, it's what we do. Uh, so with that going forward, she shows up on TV first. And she came in, she was played by, uh, you know, uh, the actress at the time. And the actress's name was, uh, oh, and this is so bad. I had my, I had so many notes on this and I'm Joanne, running all over the place. Joanna Cameron. Thank you. See, this is why you need a co-host who who's more up to date than you are sometimes. So Joanna turned around and she took that role uh, through audition. She got the role and she became ISIS. Now this actress has done other roles since then, but what was cool about filmation and you might even catch that theme of other stuff we've talked about in the past is Joanna did the role of ISIS live action. Got it. Okay. But when ISIS had to be on TV and she was a part of freedom force, you know, with Sinbad and Hercules and Super Samurai. Mm. The same actress did the voice of the character for the cartoon. This is stuff I've said before. If you have an actor, actress doing the voice, you know, and they can do the live action, let them do it. Tie it all together. This is the beauty of it. This is why when you look at the actor who plays Constantine on DC Legends Tomorrow, and then you look at Justice League Dark, the animated uh, movie 
same actor did it. And I'm like, that is smart marketing. So Filmation back in 1975, ahead of the curve. Thank you. Now let's keep in mind that date of 1975. So ISIS showed up before. She showed up before. It's good. Let's go. Bonic Woman. Wonder Woman. She broke, she really opened the door before they had live action versions of the Bionic Woman and Wonder Woman. She right. was first. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Right. Um, no, no, listen. Yeah, she, she, I, 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 she, she, yeah, she definitely, she was, she was predated. She predated. When you watch it and you see, you see the, you see the clips and you see the actual, the show, you will see the remnants and the, the similarities. Of yes. Bionic Woman and Wonder and Wonder Woman, and especially Wonder Woman. I will just say this for a point: when you watch a show and you listen to the show, some of the theme on it, I literally many times I was watching and I'm listening. I'm like, "Ooh, this is uh, very similar in the same range, sounding like Wonder Woman." And this, I saw it before I actually started doing the research, and that's when I saw it came before Wonder Woman. My head was like, "Oh, oh, that's interesting." I didn't go to dig in to see if it was the same person who did the, who, who orchestrated the theme song for both. Right, if it right. might have been similar. Mm-hmm. Might have, might not. I'll have to double check on that, definitely. But right. at least the good thing about it, it was pre, it's preset Wonder Woman, and you can see the similarities. When you watch the show, you will see the day and age that it's in. You can see, like, okay, it's very, very similar. Very similar. Absolutely. I, with Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman came and I mean, she was a big name character. She came out board, right? Uh, Bionic Woman, okay, she was coming off as a franchise, a spinoff kind of thing from the Bionic Man. Okay, great. Right. Isis, her horror claim to fame was she was a new character altogether. And mm. she had very similar history as Captain Marvel slash Shazam, you know, Billy Batson, based a lot really in the Egyptian lore. So this was what I was interesting is that she wasn't really a spinoff. There wasn't no um, character of Ra and then it's Isis or Osiris and then it's Isis. It was just really Isis. And because when Billy Batson came on, you know, that Shazam character live action, they kind of tied him into the gods because, you know, each letter represents, um, you know, uh, one of the gods that bestow his power onto Billy Batson to become Captain Marvel. Hers was really Egyptian lore. So pretty much she was a high school teacher. And she goes during one of her summer breaks on an archaeological dig to help, you know, uncover and document some things. In a, and they found in a pyramid at one of the digs. And she finds a little box and opens it up and sees it's got, you know, a, a scroll kind of there with the Egyptian <laughs> writing. And then on top of it has the medallion. Something pr- co- compels her to put this medallion on. And when she puts it on, then she's able to read the, the the writing on the scroll. She wasn't able to read it before. And then mm-hmm. she says, you know, uh, her, her catchphrase, and I'm not sure, you know, as a, I am ISIS or, and, and I mean, and get me wrong, because there's so many different ways she goes about it. Right. You know, and she calls out the power and she turns into ISIS. Mm-hmm. And then and, and when the series started, it was part of the Shazam ISIS power hour. That's how it went. They each had like a half an hour for their show to kind of run or, or, and then do it live action. And this is like back in the night. So it's on TV, filmation studio. So mm-hmm. the special effects are going to be what the special effects were, but we understand what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anyone say, oh, well, the special effects were dated. 
1975. We're in 2023. Of course, they're going to be dated. Don't don't be that person. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We know. We know. Just just look at it as it is. You don't you don't expect 3D animation in 1975. Come on now. You know, come on, son. Come on, son. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like Ed Lover would say, come on, son. Get the hell out of here with that. Right. Okay. <laughs> And this is what was so cool. So as uh, the teacher, her name was Andrea Thomas. So that's who Joanna was playing. And in there, she would deal with villains. Also, also try to teach lessons as a high school student. Because this was a Saturday morning show during a heavy block cartoon uh, uh, point. So between the cartoons, this show would come on. And you watch, you know, Shazam and, and ISIS. And there was a couple of times they crisscrossed in each other's series. So I think three times they kind of teamed up and crossed over in each other's series. So mm-hmm. even that added some more credibility to it. Like, oh my gosh, it's a team up. Now we, we freak when we see, you know, the Defenders on Netflix, for example, all those heroes working together. We freaked out when the Avengers all came together. Same thing with Justice League. When you see Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and, and then you hear the little characters in the background, you know, like, um, Adam, you know, uh, Ray Chow, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, that's, that's, you know, uh, you know, and he's gonna be the new Adam, not Ray Palmer, but then the guy who takes over after, right? And, oh, mm. same thing with CW when they did the crossover episodes, fans lost it. But before that, in 1975, that was a crossover. That was that was outside of Batman and Robin with Burt Ward and Adam West, you know, crossing over the Green Hornet that had, you know, mm-hmm. uh Bruce Lee in it. This this was the crossover that <gasps> and it wasn't by coincidence and, and fan as fans, you ate it up. That was that was like they're showing about each other's show. I'm watching. <laughs> the house can I'm burn here. down. You ain't leaving that TV unless the cable go down and you run into your friend's house putting out flames. Right here. What did I miss? What did I miss? What did I miss? Right? That that was that was the beauty of it. Now, this character has come mm-hmm. back multiple times. Live action, cartoon, comics, mm-hmm. you know, over the years up to like today. Now, 2023. Here we are. Boom. And where is that, Barry? We'll, we'll get to that shortly. Right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, as I said, her her roots were in Egyptian mythology. Mm-hmm. She her name was in, in the Secrets of Isis, which changed later to the Legend of Isis. She was Andrea Tom uh, Andrea Th- uh, Thomas. Andrea that was Thomas. her name. Mm-hmm. Teacher, right? Got that. Now she had uh, a lot of stuff going on. So the, you know the the show ran for fifteen episodes, The Secrets of Isis, and that was produced for the Shazam Isis Hour. That was what it was called. You know, and then the character, they made a crossover, I said, in three episodes. And then after that, the show was given the name The Secrets of Isis. You know, and it had its own time slot, and that was in 1977. And that went on for, you know, seven new, seven episodes after that fact. So it was 15 first, and then seven after, and then the new name. Now, during that time, she even got her own comic book. And had her own comic book series, which was a spinoff from the, you know, the, The Secrets of Isis. Uh, the Legend of Isis, so it got her own spinoff comic book, and the property w- was done by DC Comics. Right. Usually, Marvel's one to do all the ones that are movies and all that. DC got this particular property, and they ran it for about eight issues. And 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 you know, Danny, I think it was Danny O'Neill that was actually doing the writing for the book. 
So it ran for eight issues, and then it stopped, and they never seem to get past issue eight. So it kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger, and it says, okay, keep watching the TV series. So it gave a little bit more fleshed-out feel to it. Mm-hmm. So with that, I, I, you get vibes of Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman, as we see now, is really heavy, with, and always has been, with Greek mythology. She's always been tied to that. And it's also like Thor, right? Dr. Donald Blake taps the, the cane. Boom, he's the mighty Thor ties into mythology with Norse mythology. So we, we, we know that this was nice that they didn't go with Greek, uh, Roman. They went strictly Egyptian mythology. Yep. And can something with Egyptian mythology work today? Uh, let's just say I got two words for you. Moon Knight. The answer is yes. <laughs> I think, I think it's possible. I think it's possible indeed. Um, another two words. Black. Oh no, 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 no! Moon, Moonlight. I was about to go Black Adam, but that's not. See, but that's a good thing you mentioned Black Adam, right? Because Black Adam. <laughs> purposely done that way. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Segue. So Black Adam, the movie's out right now with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, mm-hmm. Egyptian character. There you go. Okay, they find him and. If we're, and I'm not spoiling anything from the movie, but you've seen the trailers, how it plays out, and he's dealing with the Justice Society of America. Okay? Right. He's a, she's a key role. So let's go through. First, she, she didn't have any real main reoccurring villains that I can remember from the original live-action series. It went right. week by week. She dealt with different um, villains in a comic book. Same thing. Some of them were based Egyptian lore more in the comic book than it was on the live action show for villains. You had to fight like an Egyptian sorceress, uh, you know, someone else with like an Egyptian God. And yes, Isis is a goddess herself in Egyptian mythology. Right. So it's almost like she's getting that, that power. Isis is strong as heck. Mm-hmm. How strong is she, Barry? Oh, wow. Uh, let's just see. Okay. So when she takes on the form of Isis and even when she's, Andrea, she still has these powers, even though she's not in her ISIS persona. So it's not to say, you know, like Billy Batson has none of Captain Marvel's powers when he's Billy Batson. Andrea has it to different degrees, even in her non-ISIS persona. So first, she's physically strong. Like she can hold her own up there with Black Adam, strength-wise. Black Adam, Superman, Wonder Woman, she's basically just in that type of power range that she can keep up with them. So that's just to give you a good idea, a barometer of what she can what she can do, what she has underneath her guns. Ah, just ah, say, right? ah, say ouch, that hurts. <laughs> you know, take that P90X. <laughs> flex. She so that's one. She can fly. Now, I mm-hmm. never saw how fast she can fly. In the show, she flies a little bit fast, uh, slower, right? Mm-hmm. But she was always in the live action I'm talking about. But she always kept up with Captain Marvel. Now, if we look at it in the comic books, where you look at how she came in years ago in the comic book, she kept up with Black Adam speed-wise, okay? And as I said, Captain Marvel or Shazam, okay, fine. So that means she's on par with Wonder Woman and Superman, easy, by, mm-hmm. without question. Right. Then... Uh, so she's got the strength, uh, she's got speed, she's got endurance, she's got wisdom, she's got flight. She also has telekinesis. 
<laughs> yes, I use the Bionic Man, you know, right. So she's got that. And then she has control over various aspects of nature. Now, depending where you're catching ISIS in her career mm-hmm. is where you're seeing it. On the TV show, she actually had, so picture, she was Storm. Storm from the X-Men. She can make it rain, lightning bolts, wind. Okay. And it ain't the money kind of rain. It ain't kind of money. Right? healthy rain. Twinkle, twinkle in my eye. (laughs) Twinkle, twinkle in my eye. She she has that power. She's up there. So Mm -hmm. Storm, Thor, okay, she's up there as a the weather witch, so to speak. She has that underneath her belt. Plus telekinesis? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Now, what I mean, depending where you find her in her career. So when you find her in the TV show by Filmation and the comic book that was a spinoff, she had control over it. When you get into the aspect of where she really is the, the important person in Black Adam's life, mm-hmm. it, the, the weather is affected by her mood. So if she's sad, it rains. If she's happy, it's sun. Depending on the, her, her, her emotional state is what causes the weather around her to change. Still with all the other powers. What? And, and and at times she had like a little form of telepathy where she can communicate with animals. And she was able not only to heal herself, but heal others. So if someone got damaged, she would like kind of like a paladin from Dungeons and Dragons. She would lay on hands, lay hands, and keep, and cure that person. And I'm talking like severe. Like if you're severely injured, she can cure you. Mm-hmm. She's a powerhouse. Yeah. She's a powerhouse. Now, as I said, we had the live action. Um, you know, with, with filmation, she had her spinoff comic book. Then, and this is why we bring this up, is that in one of the versions of her, you can, if you watch DC Legends of Tomorrow, there you go. One of the actresses, that's who she's playing. She's playing Isis, and the only time you see her in costume is, and I can't remember what season it is, but it's during. It's probably season three. It's it, it, you know season three or four. It's a Halloween special that they're doing on DC Legends of Tomorrow. Right. And they all have to dress up. And she has the necklace of Isis on. And when she dresses up in the, the Halloween costume, she puts on the traditional white, like flowing dress with the boots kind of thing as the character, as a callback to the original look of, you know, jo- uh, Joanna back then. Joanna Carmen. Yep. Joanna Carmen's, you know, how she did the character. And I thought that was brilliant. They should have done that more often. Mm-hmm. Now, Joanna, you know, Joanna also at the same time, she had to work with a raven. She had a raven that she would communicate with and talk with and, and, and work. And the thing is with filmation, they brought in a real raven. So at times, if you look, you'll see that she's there where Wonder Woman would be sometimes drawn with an eagle on her, on her forearm, holding it up. Right. Before that, Joanna had the raven. Interesting. Right. Now we see the Black Adam movies come out. As I said, no spoilers, but in a comic book, Black Adam has always been portrayed as a villain. He's always been the polar opposite of Shazam. And I'll just say Shazam just to make it simple of that going forward. We all know we're being Captain Marvel, Billy Batson, Shazam! Okay, so he was always seen as that, and you know, that polar opposite, as a true villain. And as times progressed, they made him an anti-hero. But then, you know, people love the bad guy. So then how do you make the bad guy even, how do you sway that barometer from him from going from still being a bad guy and bring him a little bit more light 
Well, then you have what you call in one of the comic books, Black Adam is being Black Adam. Intergang turns around and they bring him $2 million worth of gold and these two slaves, a male and a female, to him. And he turned around and he says, oh, I don't like how you guys are doing this. I'm going to keep the money. By the way, zap, I killed the embassies from Intergang. You guys can't do this. And the woman saw that and she spoke up against him. And she spoke up saying, hey, you can't be doing that. And over time, as conversations went, he liked her character, her her bravery, her courage. That this is Black Adam. He could turn around and snap his fingers, and she'd be gone. And she didn't take any guff from him at all. That he started really being opening his heart and starting kind of connecting that way, and said, "Hey, I like how you are. You remind me. I haven't, you know, since the death of my wife and kid years ago." Before I came Black Adam, before I was gone for hundreds of years and centuries, and now back in modern time, I like you. And they started kind of developing a relationship. And she changed his mind frame not to be so um, harsh, harsh. Yep. not to be so brutal. Mm-hmm. You know, he took over as the, the king of, and you know, of the... the, the Tandor? No. No, it's Koaka. Ko- oh, wait, sorry. Something along those lines. I know I'm mispronouncing yeah. it, but that's that. You know, in, in DC, they don't use real places. They just make up a name and say, "Here it is." But it's very like Egyptian city, and he took over that whole city and became made himself the the ruler of that city. And the yeah. Suicide Squad tried to go in there and try to get him off the the throne, so to speak. And he's like, "Yeah, try me." Uh, the Justice League went in there, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, try me." So when she was brought over and they were dealing with her, and, and you know, and she got brought in, she talked to him. And he turned around and said, like, hey, man, I, I, you know, bottom line is like, I like her. I like this woman. I okay. like what she stands for. I see what she's saying. To be a better ruler, this is what I need to do. And he right. went back to the, the crypt, the tomb of his wife and, and, and son, his wife and his dead wife and dead son. And she had on the necklace, his wife, and she had on uh, the necklace of, uh, of Isis, right? And he took that necklace and he went to go and see Shazam, <laughs> Because at the time, Billy Batson Shazam was now the keeper of the Rock of Eternity, right? The wizard Shazam is gone. Mm-hmm. Billy is taken over in his persona. And he asked him, can you bestow the magic on this that I too can turn around and give this to her? And him seeing the good and the change that was coming about in Adam, he said yes. Mm-hmm. So he went back, he gave her the necklace. And sure enough, she says, I am Isis. And then she turned around and changed into that goddess persona of Isis. So where Billy Shazam had, like, for example, Mary Marvel, who was his sister, and he shared the power with the rest of the Marvel family, so to speak. You know, so you had uh, Captain Marvel Jr. And, 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 and Uncle Dudley had it at one point. And, okay, he started doing his, Black Adam started doing his own thing. And he had Isis. And then I can't remember, they brought back her, her brother, and he gave him even power. So he was the, the equivalent of, and it wasn't like Black Adam Jr. or something like that. I can't remember his name right now, but the focus was really on ISIS. And that there started that relationship, which caused him to finally join the Justice Society, which caused him to turn around and be more of a good guy, but with some rough edges. So then, you know, he went from being a total villain mm-hmm. to a hero, right. like anti-hero hero. She's important in his journey. See, So there you go. And then even with the cartoons, you had Super 7. And Joanna did the voice for her same character in the Super 7, those uh, cartoons that were going back and forth. So 
Who are we seeing her? We, I mean, and I'm talking like Isis herself. Okay, so she had her original series. She had her comic book where she made the appearance in Shazam 25. She came back with the black with Black Adam in that story arc. Then, of course, um, before that, in Smallville, the the actress got one of the actresses in there uh, got the the medallion, and then she turned into Isis. And then, of course, DC Legends of Tomorrow. There's another version of her. So this character has been around so often. Why are we not getting a main thing of this character? Uh, when I say a main, you know, one, she can have a book. She was there before Wonder Woman and Bionic Woman, so she can have her mm-hmm. own book. She don't need to be piggybacked off anybody else because power-wise, okay, you know, and she's shown up in a lot of, uh, you know, important storylines within DC. She was part of, like, you know, uh, Blackest Night, that storyline. So th- this is where she should come in. And live action? All right. <laughs> Well, here, here's the scenario. Um, I was looking on the casting for Black Adam, and she's there. See, I haven't seen the movie yet. And I, okay, I haven't so seen there. the movie either. But basically, it's it's the main. If you see in, in the trailer, yeah, the, the the main lady, the main female lead that he is talking to, or later on with a right. child, that's her. So Adriana is there. So here's the scenario. So basically, I, um, Audrey Thomas from the original series, that was the name. Um, when it turned over to the Black Adam comic in, tw- in 2006, it basically adapted her name and called her uh, Adriana Tomaz. Yes. So now the movie has an individual, a character by the name of Andrea Tomaz. And as far as I can tell, that is all we know. Because we're doing this, we are now sewing it together we're seeing the possibility we're seeing the possibility of who this character you know when not if because you know you know Dwayne's going to be pulling all the stops flipping over tables in the rocks yeah to get it to an atom two and we may see unless unless it's happening in this one again barry and i both have not seen the movie as yet um so we're, there's no spoilers in a sense like who knows if she does become isis at the end of this movie but if she's here, there's a potential chance that maybe in Black Adam 2, we can have Adriana Tomez as Isis. Oh, yeah, because I'm looking it up right now, and I'm seeing it here. It's like, okay, I see the actress. Okay, all right, so they got the actress cast in. All right, okay, okay, all right. Uh, I like I like, I, I like her look for the character. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got she's been around in, in a sense of what she's done. All right. Um, I said, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, I'm. It's uh, here already. It's I, here I already. See. Okay, it's here already. So yeah, I see her. So, so the so the great thing is is that we're now giving some context to what this movie is about. We're giving some context to see, as we could already see and hear. We have Dwayne Rock, Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. We have this character, uh, Sarah Sahai as Adriana Tomez, she's in there and she has a, she has a son, but now realizing that we've gone through all this, the show makes it seem like it's a son by default. That's going to be her brother. And that's her brother. As we were just showing down in the 2006 um, comic version, her brother, I pulled up the name is Amon, Amon Tomez. And he's right there. So I'm going to go that what first that seeing the trailer thinking that, you know, this was a mother, mother and son 
um, connection. It's actually a sister and brother connection. Right, right. So right. now we are laying down the foundation for, as you said, um, having Black Adam, having Adriana as Isis and Amon. Uh, right. I was looking for what his name turned into, but basically they now would become the Black Marvels. Right. That is basically is the premise for the Black Marvels. Yes. And I see the actor here, uh, Bodhi Sambogi. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got to say, they, all right, Dwayne. They're, 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 they're putting in, they're putting in the work. They're putting in the, they're putting in the, um, the, the, the fan, the, the vandal recall. So at least we know those who know and know the history will see that they're planting the seeds. We have the seeds here that we can definitely branch off into something for we're basically we have the ability to see some, some new characters developing. If they haven't developed already by the end of the movie, we're definitely seeing the seeds, the plant to develop in, in the second one. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and this is what it is. I mean, so if they're going to go this far with it and I'm, you know, I like the actress. So, you know, sometimes I'll turn around and I'll have my opinions and I save it to myself because I don't like to be negative. But mm-hmm. I do like the actress. And I mean, I know we've got our own picks, but I like the yeah. actress that they picked to play her. Um, looking, looking at the, the original actress, you know, Joanna, you know, and, and rest in peace, Joanna. I mean, she, she passed away, I think, uh, uh, last year. So looking at this back and forth. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she, she used to be a model. Like, okay. All right. I'm more curious. Uh, born in uh, Texas, United States. All right. I'm, all right. I'm cool. I'm curious uh, what her roots are. That And that's what. What her I'll roots see. are? Her yeah. roots are actually um, her father. I just had it. Just had it. Where do we go? Here. So her her father, um, her father is Iranian and, yes. her, and her mother is Spanish Iranian. So oh, he, okay. she does have at least some, I'm some heritage, you know, Exactly. So you you can't you can't go wrong in the sense that they definitely make sure to at least keep the the character as close to the, yes. you know, the, the the cultural aspect of it. They really yes. looks like they definitely try to at least have someone who is from you know from that you know from that who have the looks and the features to say yes, this person is ISIS coming from Egyptian land coming right. from. From from you know Iran in that particular area and stuff like that. Forgive me if I'm saying the wrong country along the line, but everybody hopefully understands what I'm trying to say. That would be that's basically looks perfect on what they've done right now. So, um, uh, yeah, that's amazing. It, so, show you as I said, I didn't know that that character was in the movie, and I don't like to do spoilers. But okay, we know Ice is in the movie. If you just do a Google search, you clearly see the Ice is in the movie. You see mm-hmm. the the character she's playing. We know which version they're going with because it's uh, Andrina, uh, and uh, Andrina Tomas. Okay, so we got that. We see it, you know, for how it's kind of listed. It could be, you know, it's a brother probably in the movie, which is fine. That sticks with that newer version. Uh, you know, Correct. and that makes sense in the point of origin where they're bringing it in because in the movie, mm-hmm. clearly we see the Justice Society is there. Correct. We know it's Dwayne Johnson, but he's not going to play a villain if he's the title character. So you know he's going to have that shift from being maybe a villain and being rough around the edges to oh. helping out the Justice Society because even say you got to help save the world. 
we okay, we all know that. Everyone's spoil no spoilers. I mean, clearly everyone knows Superman's in there. Okay, so it, it, these are all things that are really already known, right? right. So that being said, I, I like what I'm seeing. I like the actors they got going for that. Uh, I'm and I said I'm, DC, yeah, okay, good job. And I know Dwayne Johnson really pushed for it. So, but to keep on track, let's let's you know with Joanna, she's no okay, yeah. So she's part of the the Black Marvel family, right? And I know her her abilities are you know magically bestowed on her. You know, and we talked about before. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the original series. We talked about the Super Seven, and we'll get more into the Super Seven cartoon at another date. Uh, Freedom Force. Because they they definitely need their own one, just like we did the Sentinels, and we promised we would do it. We got through like you know her first appearance, so this is this is really cool, man. I'm really excited about it that they've touched on this character multiple times, and okay. I just think that she needs to come in with her own, like give her her own movie, like what or give her her own show. Right now she's coming in through Black Adam. Hopefully they'll spin it off into something serious. And when I say serious, I mean like you know her own. Thing. that would be awesome i want to see her stand on her own that's that's the main thing uh for me and why we did this particular episode so rod did you ever watch the original show back in the day um you know what i did not i did not but due to coming across it you know over time and everything like that when you you know brought it to my attention and said oh, we we're gonna check on to like it did sound familiar when i looked and i said like oh, i've seen it i don't remember seeing like the whole like the whole season, but I did remember seeing a couple and everything like that. So yeah, um, it did give you that same, like I said, at that time when I saw it, it would have been like, you know, catching like reruns type of scenario, Mm -hmm. but you see the similarity to Wonder Woman. Yes. So you can clearly see the similarity. So at my age, at that age, I probably maybe just didn't catch what they were distinguish it properly, but I knew I saw her. Like I was seeing, oh yeah, I remember, I remember her as a character, I remember, you know, the outfit. I remember her, you know, being able to speak. Listen, let me tell you, this girl was an early day diva, man. This girl had to to invoke the power of Isis. My girl had to rhyme. She had bars. Girl had bars. 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 I needed to know how to play. My girl was saying a certain particular phrase, like, right. I'm like, yes. yo, this girl got bars. Like, I, I was hilarious. It was hilarious. And I'm like thinking, yo, okay. Great way that you have to invoke her power. But mm-hmm. it was, um, again, different time. They didn't do that. You know, with a newer version, they didn't start to pull out that type of particular type of uh, uh, process to do it. But yeah, she had bars. She had she, bars. She did. And I like the fact that she was a school teacher, right? And she was a school teacher yes. teaching e- Egyptian Egyptian history. So that is what stood out for me. So being a teacher, teaching Egyptian history, that means that's something she studied. So she has right. uh, an affinity for it. She has a passion for it. She studied it. Yeah. That's what's going to draw her. So her getting the chance during summer break to go over and be on in a, a dig over in Egypt helping out, that is something that someone's going to look forward to that's, that has that passion behind it. So mm-hmm. me, that all made sense. Her finding the amulet, going through and knowing her history and knowing mythology, that made sense taking that power with her character of wanting to help because as a teacher, what's her first thing is she wants to teach. You know, she's not going to get the power and all of a sudden say, well, you know what? I'm well, going evil. So mm-hmm. that all made sense within the realm of the character. And I believe, you know, for the time, Joanna did a really good job portraying that character on, you know, on TV and even on when she had to be a voice actress and portraying her voice into the, in the animated world. 
you could see that she had the compassion, the intelligence, the respect, the whimsical nature, because she would still be light- lighthearted at times. She wasn't a dark mm-hmm. hero. Right. So for myself, when I looked at this, I and, I, and we're going to do our fan cast part with this right now. When I look at this and I wanted to cast it, I was keeping that version in mind. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her to come across as a slave. I, I wanted her to be her own woman. And still, she could be with Black Adam, depending how you do the story. But I wanted her to be her own woman. And taking all those quantity, qualities uh, aside. And I really wanted either a show or a movie. But really base it heavy. Like, let's get more into the Egyptian lore. I don't think we've explored that enough. In TV and movies, we see a lot with Greek mythology, Roman mythology. We see a lot with that, with Norse mythology. But then mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of other pantheons, but we don't see that with, you know, Egyptian. I think they really have some great stories. And we're probably going to see a lot more with the Aztec um, mythology soon with the Namor. Uh, you know, making his appearance in uh, the Black New Black Panther movie, Wakanda right. Forever. So, I I like the aspect of mythology. I want to see more of it. I want to see it more intertwined. I and she definitely needs her foil. She needs her main nemesis. She needs a good rogues gallery that mm-hmm. can keep on par with her. Be it if there's gonna be other avatars that have been bestowed power by other gods. Be it if it's Egyptian, other pantheons that have to work together. It's a, I think it's a wide realm of possibilities for what this character can do. Right. So I'm taking, I took all that in mind now, and I'm not discrediting the actress who's got that role right now. Good on her, mm-hmm. you know, for, good on Sarah for having that role. And I'm looking to see how that develops further in the future for her uh, as an actress. My point is I wanted to take the original show, take this actress, you know, and then kind of keep it within still the school aspect to a certain degree you know, um, the, the school aspect to a certain degree, but more with the, as I said, the mythology aspect, mm-hmm. put that all together and give me a full, well-rounded series, right? Got Make it. her a university teacher instead. Make her maybe something along those lines. Doesn't Got have it. to be high school. Make mm-hmm. her an assistant to a museum, you know, and, and still teach, whatever. Right. So the actress that I went with, her name is um, Yasmin al Masuri. So she was the, the main actress in the, in the TV show, uh, Quantico. Yeah, it was like an FBI show that was on at one point. Uh, uh, and, and she was like the, it was like, is it, have it built here? Here we go, Quantico. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It ran for three seasons, I believe it was. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, this drama executive producers, right? And yeah, the lives of a young FBI recruit who have to come to Quantico base in Virginia for 21 weeks of training to become their special agents. So yeah, she was definitely a a part of that cast. If I remember Mm -hmm. right now, I'm not sure where she falls into the cast because I said I've never watched the show, but that's how her name came up. And, or maybe she's not there. You know, I believe she's, oh yeah, she's there. Jasmine? Yeah, Yeah. 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 She's there. My apologies. She's there. Uh, and she plays Nima Amin. So that's the character she plays in Quantico. Okay. Now, when she's got the ethnic background that would keep it true to the culture. Mm-hmm. So that I like. I, I, I like the look of her. And when I've seen her in interviews and even in clips of the show, because I said I haven't watched a full show, but when I see her in clips of the show and interviews, I think she can definitely portray that character. So if you had to put this character, she's already done TV work. 
So yes, of course, we'd love to see it in a movie. But if you had to put ISIS in the TV show, this is the character I like. This is the actress I'd like to see you portray her. Mm-hmm. And even if you had to go animate it, and this is what I was saying at the very beginning, in line with filmation, and you had to do like a live action, and you mm-hmm. wanted to do cartoons at the same time, DC wanted to do some, you know, direct to uh, direct to DVD movies, DVD or Blu-ray or download, however they want to do their movies, keep the same actress, establish that, let her do the live, let her do the voiceovers. I think we're back on the money with that one. You establish a strong character. Everybody's happy. That, that to me is a win-win. And the only thing that's failing it is not the actresses, not the lack of actresses. We need one, a good script, plot, story. Definitely need some villains. We need some reoccurring villains for her to combat. You know, okay. Batman without Joker is boring. Superman without Lex Luthor or who is boring, right? Shazam without Captain Marvel. It's kind of boring. You need someone that really is going to push their limits. So that is what I want to see. And this is what we need to kind of go and develop. And it's a, it's a nice wide playing field. So that's my two cents there, Rod. Okay. Um, you know what? Good, good. I see who you're talking about. And you know what? I've, I've know of the show. Um, I never got a chance to actually watch the show, but I do know of the show. Right. So I was like, okay, that's good. I I brought in um, this actress, and I was kind of in the same kind of mindset, you know, kind of like I said, not until we were just getting to this more or less, and then I start to look on Black Adam and realizing, oh, the character's already been there. But I was like you, because we're going off of the secrets of ISIS, the legend of ISIS. So we're gonna go from the school not from school, from, we're going from the character who was a high school teacher, at least from that type of genre realm. Mm-hmm. I chose, uh, I chose an actress by the name of Isa Gonzalez. Now, okay. Isa Gonzalez, she has worked with, at the time, like I said, at the time, I, I was thinking we will mix it into Black Adam. I admit, didn't get a chance to check it out and see who was else in the cast to see that the, uh, the actress has already been cast, but I was looking for someone who um, who has the ability to be a school teacher. So I wasn't going for a young school teacher like how it was portrayed on the show. I wanted to get someone with a little bit more, you know, give me give me someone who's like in their thirties, who's been, you know, yes, who who can who can who can um, when not as ISIS and as a teacher. Again, the show was more of being helpful. And giving story, you know, you know, being helpful for giving, giving a positive, um, a positive, um, action, a positive type of verbiage on the show. I wanted someone with a teacher, you know, have some, you know, some working at, um, action shops. I went with Ezra because she's also done shows with, uh, she did, um, uh, Hobbs. She, she, right. she did, um, why am I saying in reverse? Cause I'm just going to fast and furious. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. So she has worked with with um, oh. she has worked with 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 Mister uh, Mister Dwayne. Um, she's also done Bloodshots. That's with Diesel. That was the other boy. Oh, so she she's worked in there. So she has you know she has some action chops again. You know, working along that line. She's also done you know worked with Godzilla versus King Kong versus right. Godzilla versus Kong. So I'm going with someone that okay when you are now not. The teacher, not Andrea. You're now going to be ISIS. I need to 
like you said, have someone who has the ability to portray um, a, not a fighter, but an action hero who was able to do the action sequences and stuff along yeah, that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she does have she does have uh, the chops of being in, you know, a certain amount as well. Alita, the battle angel. When I saw that, I was Yo, like, okay, done, done, done. I know it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get you. My, my neck was my neck was like done. Ah, it's done. So I was I was going with her from that aspect. Now, yes, she is. Um, I, I was going for the teacher aspect of it because she went to Egypt as uh, on an archaeology dig on a on a thing. Doesn't mean she has to be from there directly. No, it's true, right? Be- because at least the story wise on the on the show was that um, Andrea was a descendant. So we're gonna say that you know maybe she has some you know some Iranian heritage within here. You know, some lineage, whatever the face to be. You know, so ancestry dot com. There you go. She paid the good money. She got it. Pay for one twenty five. I got it. There you go. So uh that's where I was kind of going along that line. She got it, she got it, she got it. She followed the answer. So that was where I was going with. So that's why I was um I was going with Isa Gonzalez okay to to portray her. I can see that. I can see that. And 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 I think these are Definitely, uh, we're going to stand by it. We're, we, we are definitely behind our choices, not taken mm-hmm. away from the choice that's already been done by casting agents on the Black Adam movie with, with Sarah having that role. So congrats on that and hope to see that role develop in other Black Adam movies down the road. And it's just not what's a one and done for this character. And, and even then, this character, she if she wants to do it, then let Sarah do it. But write her properly and give her that ch- the, the chance and, the, and, the, and you know, deliberately exercise those acting chops, get those effects behind it. So mm-hmm. this is where I'm going with. I'm, I'm with that. And you know, it's funny because even then we're talking about she was away. And here's a little tidbit for you. She was, a, so, you know, uh, Cameron, when she was playing uh, Andrea, she was a teacher. That was her, her day job. And she was away during the summer vacation during a, a dig, mm-hmm. you know, going through the artifacts. In essence, they, they filmed that show during the summer because they had to film it at a school. So not to interrupt the, the high school, they had to only film at the high school when it was closed and when our high school's closed during the summer. So even though she said she was off during the summer, the show actually took place and was filmed during the summer when school was closed. And then kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yo, so this is what, this is what we're talking about here. So as I said, we're talking about the legend of ISIS, the secrets of ISIS, you know, the comic book, the filmation, you know, Lou Schumer, how we started it all off. Thank you very much. That that was mm-hmm. like, amazing. And then how this character got created for that studio. You can't go wrong with that, man. Oh, no. We, we just want to see her have her moment to shine. Wonder Woman had her moment to shine and still shining up to now. You yes. know, uh, Bionic Woman had her moment to shine, still shining up to now and reruns and so forth. Okay. Isis, she was the first but she's never had she should have gone up seeing that she was the first one and all mm-hmm. you got to do is give her a proper chance so if it's going to be like an hbo uh, you know uh, discovery kind of thing that they're doing if it's going to be uh, a cw because cw's canceled a lot of shows so now they got to pick up somewhere and i think this would really be up a cw avenue if they want to yeah. kind of go with that kind of feel with it right Give me, give me something like uh, Buffy Vampire Slayer vibes kind of thing. Right. It could be, it could be whimsical, but then have your episodes that get a little bit more serious, a little bit more dark mm-hmm. as the season go on. Mm-hmm. I, 
when you're talking with the gods, you never know who you're dealing with. So once again, open to interpretation. The road is open. It, it's just, my mind has got so much going with it that this character needs to come back front and center. Listen, you, you brought a good point in regards to making like a CW type of live action. Um, and if we want to dig deep and connect the lore even deeper and have mm-hmm. some type of either flashbacks or have her having, again, we is never mentioned that in her ISIS form that she actually communicates with any of the Egyptian gods or anything like that. We don't know. Right, right. But due to what they did with Moon Knight and having him be able to see different gods and stuff like that, you now have an opportunity that that, that, that op- option is, is available. People are now, are now receptive to seeing out a moonlight. That means you can have these type of characters dig deep into the lore on the DC side. For sure. And there's only one crossover that if they do this, no matter what they do, that needs to happen. Hear me well. Mm. Hawkman. Okay. If we're looking at Carter Hall, Hawkman. Archaeologist Hawkman. Mm-hmm. There's no way that Hawkman, who is coming from Egyptian roots, reincarnated all the time, not meeting up with this character with Egyptian lore and backing as a power source. Okay. Even with Dr. Fate, because Dr. Fate, Egyptian, he uses the Ankh as that. Okay. So these three should crisscross at one time for something. Even in civilian identities, they should crisscross let's, at some point. Let's let's put it out there that again we have not seen the Black Adam movie. No, you have three. We're not even for right now. I'm just saying this right now. We'll put a pin in Adriana Tomez, aka Isis, potentially in the movie. We'll put a pin on it. But you have Black Adam. You have Carter Hall. You have Doctor Fate. At least you know. There, those three right there have their own connection inside. I would love to hear some type of line or dialogue where Carter Hall is making some type of reference or even Dr. Faith saying, I knew of the magician who put you away or something. And I'll yeah. just leave it like that. Or that even the fact be... of, oh, this amulet. I know this amulet for all the archaeological digs I've done in the past. Ah, okay. So. That that's there's, this, there's this brings it to right that. That, mm-hmm. that that's it that that come on even in a comic book I'm not even talking live action but even in a comic book that that's a storyline they could explore and then that would help bring the character to the forefront. Completely. So Rod, who's who's your girl again that you're going with? So my wonderful girl will be Isa Gomez on um, Gonzalez. Sorry, Isa Gonzalez. Isa Gonzalez. Okay, and I'm going with Yasmin Al Masuri. But the role's already been played by Sarah, so she's got that. Congratulations. And, and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to watching the Black I know I'm kind of behind the times, but I'm looking forward to catching up with Black Adam, the movie, and going to see it. So that being said, you know, mm-hmm. and of course, rest in peace, uh, you know, uh, jo- Joanna Cameron for playing this role, bringing it to light, you know. And, and really, she was the one that she was the one. It had to start with somebody. It started with her. So this is really a shout out to her. Um, you know, and her family and all her loved ones that are, st- you know, still around uh, know that this character is influenced and we still have nothing but love and admiration for this character. So that being said, this has been the Iconist Podcast. I am Barry 3D. 
on my side, like usual. Hmm. Rod C. Rod C. Let's go. And as we always say, this world is brought to you with a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. I am ISIS. Now I invoke the power of big money. Big money. Big money. Big money. Big money. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies. Big money. No whammies. Do you remember that show? Yes, yes, yes. No whammies. Wow. Daddy needs a Bukati.